0: Hey, Authority Hackers, welcome to this podcast episode. In today's episode, it's going to be very interesting. We're going to go into the murky waters of parasite SEO in some of the most competitive affiliate niches. We're going to show you how affiliates are basically paying news sites to rank number one above topic specialists and the exact process that they use to achieve that. It's both concerning and pretty funny, and this should be a wild ride of an episode. So let's get started. Welcome
1: to the Authority Hacker Podcast, And now your hosts, Gail Breton and Mark Webster.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Atari Hacker Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic. We're going to talk about parasite SEO and how it's affecting some of the most competitive queries on the internet, especially on the affiliate side. Something that I feel like Google is kind of ignoring and also a lot of people are not necessarily aware of because they're not Googling these kind of keywords, but it's very predominant in some markets as you will see in this episode. And I know you guys like real life examples and so on. So we you know, found a bunch of real-life examples here. We're not just going to talk about theory. We're going to be uncover some dirty stuff ranking on Google. And to do that with me, we're going to bring in Mark. How's it going, Mark?
1: It's going good. Yeah, we've just launched our new members area for all of our customers for our different courses. So if you're a current member, definitely go check that out because there's a lot of new stuff in there, including. I was going to say. New Authority Hacker Pro member, brand new link building course with all sorts of fancy outreach stuff. No Parasite SEO in there, but uh, just regular plain old outreach, but uh, done well.
0: Yeah, it's basically a full refresh of the link building stuff we had in the member area. Like it's basically, we took like all link building stuff and it's all refreshed for this year basically, which is... Quite nice. Uh, There's more stuff coming. I've been shooting some stuff as well. So like, we'll announce it when it's released, I think. One announcement is enough for today. But there is more stuff in the pipeline. We are pretty much shooting videos most of the summer to refresh H-Pro, which is kind of cool, which means lots and lots of stuff is coming for members. And uh, yeah, and we'll announce the rest when it's when it's ready, TM, like uh, game companies do. <laughs> anyway, let's jump into the podcast and let's talk about, honestly, I was aware about Parasite SEO for a long, long time. Like people were talking about this on, in a Wicked Fire times, et cetera. but you know, depending on the version of Google that we've been running, it's been more or less successful. It's something that has had peaks and has had uh, downtimes. Uh, And right now, we're kind of in a peak period of Parasite SEO, I would say. It's working really well, and we'll kind of explain why it's working right now and what it means in terms of Google's algorithm in general and the direction Google is taking currently, which they could reverse. I wanted to preface all of these though, by saying that Most of the stuff we're going to be talking about mostly applies to some very select, extremely difficult niches and extremely competitive. And for most niches, you will not be too affected by this and it doesn't mean like marketing doesn't work anymore. It doesn't mean that building size doesn't work anymore. People still make money doing this, etc. It's just we're zooming into a specific area of the industry, one of the most difficult ones. And some interesting stuff's happening here. And it could uncover some stuff that could happen in the future, like Google has done in the past. They could change direction and kind of like readjust that and rebalance that basically. But right now I think it's slightly imbalanced.
1: And also just to preface this, saying we don't do parasite SEO oh, yeah. right, na- right now right now at least um, not don't have any plans to do it in the in the near future either. Would you say it's kind of a black hat technique or a gray hat? Well, I think I want to open
0: that discussion eventually because I think it's interesting to <laughs> I don't know if see, it, but it's interesting to look at the way the stance of Google tools paid links versus the stance of Google towards this, because it's it's quite comparable in a way. And I think I think it's a it's a big debate for the end of this podcast. But let's just start on uh, how I kind of got back into this. So first of all, I mentioned an example a few months ago when I did a newsletter and I was showing some examples. Uh, but the other day I, I googled the keyword best WordPress hosting. And honestly, like knowing the niche, I was expecting to see WP Beginner on top because WP Beginner is a site that's been around for more than a decade. It's only specialized in WordPress and it's the r90, so it has the high authority and link metrics, and it has the specialty slash high relevance. So I was like, okay, well, WP beginner, I do expect to see them on top. But I was, I wanted to look at like who else is ranking, how it's going, just as a way to monitor the subs and so on. It's a very competitive keyword and very lucrative keyword, right? Like hosting keywords, you can make like two hundred dollars for like selling a hosting hosting service as an affiliate. So it's quite a lot of money, and I was quite surprised. To see, not on the actual organic number one, but on the featured snippet, I saw sfgate.com. And sfgate is a big newspaper in the Bay Area. Like, you know, they print as well. Like, they're they're a real newspaper, right? But then when you clicked on the article, it was a pretty shitty article to the point where all images were broken, to be honest. Like, uh, like you can see when you open the article, every image is broken. The content is definitely optimized. Like, you know, I put it in Surfer, you know, it had like an 89 content score, for example. So like, you know, it's thought about for SEO and it's optimized for the featured snippet, which could be a reason why they're number one. But I don't even want to debate the fact that they're number one or not and how well the featured snippet is optimized because there's so many high DR, high quality WordPress websites out there that the fact that this site is even in contention for the featured snippet, which usually need to be, we did a data study about this, you need to be top four, sometimes top five, to have a chance to get the featured snippet, so you need to do well organically, right? It's not like oh, you magically optimize for the featured snippet; you were on page 20, and then Google just pulled you on page one. That's not how it works, right? The fact that this site is even in contention was shocking to me. When Google, especially in a in a time when Google is like heavily promoting EAT and like you want the authority on your topic, you want the trust, you want the credentials, etc., and the article has no author. I mean, it does have an author. The author is NOCal Marketing. It's labeled as paid advertising very clearly. So that's, that's a good thing, actually. And SFGate is definitely not a WordPress specialist. So it was very interesting for me to see that this site was in contention, made me like want to dig further, you know, like kind of like look into this and, uh, and so on. And actually, to explain what happened, this company, NoCal Marketing, just gave money to SFGate and paid for a page on their website. And then they piggybacked the authority of the site, which is DR91, to compete for that keyword when they had they didn't have a web property that could compete with sites like WP Beginner and so on. And then they were able to essentially outrank them by a mix of ranking decently well on organic, so top five and doing a better job at featured snippet optimization. Today, they get probably double the traffic that WP beginner gets for that query, and Google's basically giving them all the money. So that is an, an interesting uh, point And the post
1: is full of affiliate links as well. Yeah, right? Right.
0: but that, I mean, all posts in the top 10 are full of affiliate links. Like, it's not, but it's the affiliate link of NorCal Marketing. It's not the affiliate links of SFGate. Yeah, so, exactly. So it's interesting because SFGate, you know, uh, like, Some people on Twitter told me it costs about $5,000 to get such an article up there. I don't know. I'm just reporting what people have told me. But if it does cost that much... That article ranking probably makes that per day or more, you know? So like uh, most of the money goes to like that person who bought the editorial, not really to the newspaper. Because a lot of people also on Twitter, they were like, well, it's kind of good because it pays the salaries of journalists, like it's it's better than like some shitty affiliate that's lazy, et cetera. And first of all, WP Beginner has put like so many free resources for WordPress. They're monetized, right? They have some affiliate links, et cetera, they have their own companies but like it was all like heavily monetized content they also
1: contributed. Yeah, so this is all kind of stems from the issues that print media have had over the last decade where nobody's buying newspapers anymore. Fewer and fewer uh, publication, or fewer and fewer advertisers are paying for banner ads. So they've started selling these kind of advertorial type things which basically it looks like an article on the site and there'll be some small mentions that it's sponsored or, you know, this is paid for. But honestly, in some of the others I looked at... Yeah, this one's pretty well labeled. You really had, had to look quite hard to find it. So if you put NorCal Marketing, who's the the author of this post on SFG into Google and just look for their other profiles on other newspapers that they have, they're, they're doing this a lot, right? They're on Metro Times, which I think is based out of De- Detroit, and Riverfront Times, which is based out of St. Louis or St. Louis, how do you pronounce that? I'm not sure. But both of those two sites have basically the same design. So, And they're actually, I I dug into it further, they're actually owned by the same company. So they basically own loads of different local media. And these Newspapers or magazines go out, they're like physical, uh, weekly uh, physical papers or magazines get get sent out to people. They sell ads as normal. I had a look, I I was able to find some of their advertising rate cards and all that stuff, but they didn't mention the advertorial. But what's interesting about their setup is that on the page, uh, they're ranking for some pretty dodgy stuff here, like best natural weight loss pills natural appetite suppressants, best sex pills for men, best testosterone boosters for men over 50. The crazy part
0: is they post this on news sites and news sites are like, yeah, that's that's fine. That fits our editorial, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's quite (laughs) ironic. At at the top of Metro Times website, there's a big red banner that says support local journalism, join the Metro Times press club. And it's just like, they really are selling out here by doing this. And what I was going to say though, my point here is The only, above the fold, the only indication that this is a sponsored post is the fact that in the URL, it's metrotimes.com slash sponsored slash then the the title. But you're not going to see that in many cases. Most, if you don't know what you're looking for, most people are not going to be aware of that. Other than that, the only indication that this is sponsored is at the very bottom of the post, there's tags, NorCal marketing and sponsored content. And then there's a, a kind of gray box with uh, some text in it that says scroll to read more paid content articles. Nothing else on there says that, hey, this is not the opinion of Metro Times. This is someone else has paid to be here. And it's just, it's not obvious. Yeah. So I can imagine, okay, for us, for most of the people listening here, you didn't realize what's going on straight away. But the average internet user, they're probably not going to know what's, what's up here. And they're going to think that this is a Metro Times article. And be influenced by it to, to buy these, these weight loss pills or whatever. What's even more interesting is I followed, I followed the money, right? I went through some of the, some of these sites and then I tried to like check out and buy, I didn't actually buy it, but just to see what the process was like for some of these weight loss pills. And they're, what they often do is they get you with some kind of Somewhat cheap upfront offer, yeah. No, and then they hook you into a recurring thing, but it's really not obvious it's a recurring yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. Classic. Uh, it says it says you get two months plus one month free is the description. It was like a hundred dollars or whatever, but there's no indication that hey, you're going to be rebuild this amount in this day or this amount in this day. I checked the terms and conditions, couldn't see any indication of it. There is really opaque and yeah, just pretty pretty dodgy.
0: But you know, it's one of my uh, it's one of my problems with Google, actually, because Google's argument to giving lots of these news sites and basically high-DR sites lots of the traffic is they're like, well, they're just checking their content better, they have better editorial process, they don't put shit out there. And then you just bump into this and you're like, guys, this is like the lowest standards that you find from any affiliate site, basically, except they're borrowing, on top of that, the authority of the newspaper, which gives them a lot of legitimacy. And can, uh, like when you land on a dodgy affiliate site, at least the design often gives it away (laughs) or the URL or something, you know? But in this case, no, it doesn't. So I would expect their conversion rate to actually be significantly higher than like a dodgy affiliate site. And it's like, and that's where Google's losing at their own game of like giving all the traffic to these big sites, right? It's like they're, they're like, they're trusting that these sites have editorial much better editorial, but these sites are so strapped for money they're willing to just publish anything or just look the other way. No, no Let's not, be not fair. The, here, not, not, the New York
1: sites. Times, I'm not no. sure they're doing this. True story. But, True, but
0: like there's a there's a category of sites like tier two news sites that are just riding that wave. You know?
1: Yeah, and it can't last forever. Surely that's that's <laughs> got to come crashing down at at some point. That's like your. You're taking the money now, but it's going to hurt that website in the long run if they're they're doing that regularly. But more importantly, I think it's going to hurt Google in the long run. Yeah. Because if that's what's happening now, then fast forward three, four, five years, is the entire page one of best WordPress hosting just going to be a bunch of articles on paid for on, on these sites and none of the people that actually know what's up and what the best WordPress hosting is? I like the specialist ranking. I mean, is that fair? Is that right? Is that the best user experience for Google? Is Ahrefs search engine going to come over and like do something way yep, better? I mean, com <laughs> just
0: overtakes the internet and uh, you're just yapping keywords I mean, now. if this is the standard <laughs> though, of, of
1: Google and this is the direction it's going, then why not?
0: I actually personally believe that search is in a prime space now to be disrupted. I think it's shit. And I think Google has been just doing the same stuff for ages. And and yeah, if there was a time for search to be disrupted, while Google is busy with their AI stuff, it's actually it's actually now. But yeah, it's like it's something that's happening in general. It's kind of like you know I was alluding to like Google giving traffic to big sites. It's not always through editorials though. Like if you look at Forbes.com, Forbes.com for me is a very interesting website because they're just like getting into all niches and taking all the traffic out there. So I was looking for like top uh, pages on Forbes. And I was looking for the stuff that like probably shouldn't be there. And here's some example, they rank number two for plus size closing. Like, if you're looking for that, are you looking for a Forbes article or maybe a site that specializes in selling you these items? Like, I would even see an e-commerce shop ranking for that, not even an affiliate site, right? It's like, they rank number two for prescription sunglasses. <laughs> Again, probably you would want to, like, there's probably some manufacturers out there that can be put there instead of Forbes, right? They rank number one for what to eat to lose weight. If you're looking to lose weight, do you want an article from Forbes? I'm not sure. They rank number two for car cleaning kit. I'm sure there's better options as well. It's like, they they ranked with that for, like, articles, for it all. Like, these are buying intent keywords to a point like normally historically Google would rank an income there right even affiliate sites would not compete for that they'd be ranking for best car cleaning Kidston. Then, then you would see an affiliate site
1: to be absolutely clear though th- these are not adv- these are not That's advertorials what or whatever they're called these are their own content which yeah, is yeah. which is different but it just shows you the direction they're
0: going. They rank going. on page one for CBD oil. Uh, they, rank, they rank page number three for indoor plants. They rank number one for best shoes for plantar facilities, which is like some kind of like medical condition. Yeah, sure, you want to go on Forbes for that. They rank number one for dog insurance instead of dog insurance companies. Like, do you see how ridiculous this is getting where Google is just awarding? Or, like, there is a glitch in the algorithm today. Like, he leaves this running for 10 years, and there's less like 10 sites left on the internet that all rank for all keywords, position one to 10, you know? Is that where we're going? I believe Google is going to fix it eventually, but like, we're at this point where it's in dire need. Of being looked at and that search diversity needs to be addressed. And that's what creates the game, right? That's what makes, that's the conditions that make parasite SEO so powerful today. And like corrupt newspapers willing to just trade that authority and SEO switching the game. Instead of like building size, they will just like go and find this tier two new site and and just compete on these uh, on these properties. It's not like they're solving anything. The affiliates are still here, just in a in a shittier way,
1: even, you know? Or right. even if you are ranking number one for a keyword, you go and get ten of these newspapers, nine of these newspapers, and then you end yeah. up ranking, you know, you have the entire first page covered so, for you yeah. for yourself. Yeah.
0: So like, there's a dire need for for Google to look at this, and it's like I'm not. I definitely think that these newspapers should have a place in there, but it's almost like this diverted city thing, right? At some point, Google was ranking multiple pages of the same domains on page one when they were really strong, so you'd end up with like. Five results of the top site on the top on page one, and then you get five other sites. And it would be a problem. Well, we kind of have the same problem with like news generic sites like that have high authority these days. Well, it's almost like Google relies too much on authority slash links, almost like you need to nerf links, actually, which is an interesting point. Maybe they need to do more of the EAT stuff they actually talk about, but I actually went as well.
1: That's absolutely right, though, because, you know, (laughs) as much as we EAT, is it a thing? Is it not a thing? How big of a thing really is it? Well, every update we see and, you know, every month that goes by, we see more and more high DR, high authority sites ranking, fewer and fewer specialists ranking objectively, unquestionably have better content than than these big sites.
0: But it's kind of like ridiculous to, with this example, that's why I took this one because Adobe Beginner is not a shit site. Like they are a DR90 site. It's like, they do have a lot of link metrics as well, but still it gets trumped by that, which shows you the extent of like how imbalanced the whole thing is, basically. It needs addressing now. But yeah, it's like, I mean, now we're talking about EAT. Yeah, it's like, and it's kind of an interesting thing as well, because like, if you look at like, big SEO conferences, etc., you find SEOs guilting smaller sites over not having enough EAT and justifying the reason why they lost traffic in the recent updates to that, you know? And to me, it's like, okay, I'm going to get slightly political here. I'm sorry, Mark. But it feels like people blaming climate change on the people who put their water bottle in the wrong bin instead of blaming the way we produce things, you know? like It's, a, it's an easy way to just guilt the small players And into doing what you want, like, which EAT is a good idea, but in many cases it feels like case studies are cherry-picked of recoveries. And then just instead of kind of like looking at that bigger picture, looking at these really competitive queries and not just like that one case study where they changed their auto box and all of a sudden the site came back, which I'm sure happened a few times, but there's, there's probably 20 other case studies of sites that did not recover doing that. And I feel like that's a little bit the PR move of Google these days of like doing one thing and then putting up people's attention somewhere else and guilting them into like, oh, you don't have good enough content. You don't, don't have these experts writing your articles. That's why you're not ranking, etc. Which might be a fact but I don't think it's as much of a factor as what we're seeing here with these news articles. Like There's probably two things happening at once, but one seems to be overpowering the other when you look at a bigger level, basically. And it's kind of like uh,
1: a bit frustrating as an SEO person, to be honest. The somewhat good news, I mean, I guess it depends what, what niche you're in, is that this Parasite SEO stuff, it's it seems to it's be CBT, yeah. more limited. Cause I I guess it's expensive. You know, we're talking thousands of dollars to get a post on one of these sites. But it seems to be more, you know, the CBD, weight loss, any kind of dodgy affiliate niche on there. But I was quite surprised to see best WordPress. I WordPress hosting hosting. is like a lot of money in there. So it's it's not too surprising, but I haven't seen many examples from like tech or like the online marketing space yet. And, And hopefully we don't see too many more, but it
0: could come eventually. Like usually these things kind of like, that's why I like to observe these extremely competitive niches because they kind of like, give you an idea of the future, you know? It's like not always the case, but they give you an idea of like where things could go. And if this is not resolved by Google, I believe this will go to smaller niches eventually. Not to all niches like consumer products, lots of people who do like Amazon affiliates, et cetera. I wouldn't worry about that. Like it's usually for stuff that pays, you know, Three figures I felt commissions at least, like that's gonna be like, wow, well, I would draw the line because otherwise, I don't think it's going to bake to make monetary sense, so that's kind of the thing. One other thing is that, yeah, I did also what you did I went to I was looking on. SFGate, and I looked for all the articles from these NorCal marketing guys, and I found some interesting stuff. So first of all, I found 82 articles from them. I found best psychic reading site, <laughs> best personal loans, best forex brokers, best belly fat burners, best black dating sites as well, I found, and a bunch of other ones. And they all rank very well. All of them have thousands of traffic, like the traffic number from these is in the thousands. And I was looking at their backlinks because they actually need to link build them. Like you can't, They can't just rely on these and just be like, okay, then then we're just going to rank on the authority, now they're the building, and for two reasons. I mean, first of all, to actually rank on Google, and so I went into the backlinks and I was looking at what kind of backlinks they build. And actually, if you are looking for places where you can buy decent paid links, <laughs> that is a great place to go. Throw these URLs in Ahrefs and look at their backlinks, because they have some, you know, it's like, you can tell these are paid links, but the metrics are pretty good. So I, I took two examples, if you want the rest, just go and find these articles and throw them in your trips. I found one on like a site called getassist.net for the personal loans one which was a DR64 site with 180k search traffic. So obvious paid link but like these metrics would be fine for a lot of people who build backlinks. And I found another link on a site called startupexplore.com that is a DR69 site with 56k traffic. So again, like you know, these are the links that you'd probably get if using most high-quality link building services, to be honest. So if you're looking yeah, for- they,
1: they look like- <laughs> legit, they, you Normally, when you look at a site and say, oh, that's a guest post form, you tell straight away. They, they don't look like that. It's not too so. bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like,
0: I mean, I can tell it's paid links, but I was expecting to see like crazy spam, etc. That's not what I found.
1: I actually found- You think what they're doing is basically- Paying for these advertorials and then building how, how many links are we talking to to each of each like of
0: them? Like this loans one had like two hundred, I think. So like a fair okay. amount. Wow. Like, quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 a fair amount.
1: That's a fair investment they're yeah. making, you know. And it's that's like five you, figures. Yeah, that's yeah. why
0: you can't do it in every niche as well. Like, but like obviously yeah. these were like some. These are some of the most competitive keywords. These guys probably make five figures a day from that page ranking and so on. Like, it's good money, right? But again interesting if you're looking for like paid link acquisition <laughs> targets, you know, like here's a new way to find a bunch of uh, of targets that you yeah. can go for and buy links from, you know. And obviously it's working because they're ranking. The other reason why they have to build links is because there's actually not only the competition going on on Google, where you're like, okay, I need to rank for that query against every other site, you're also competing against everyone else buying an advertorial for the same keyword on the same site. So Google will usually just show one page of the domain. But if you check, for example, best personal loans, you know, you type site column sfgate.com best personal loan or personal loans you find like three to five pages competing pretty hardcore for that for that query and I wouldn't be surprised that regularly Google switches which page actually shows up so that's Basically, that would be cannibalization on your site, like you would never want to have the same page targeting multiple keywords. But in this case, it's what's happening between different advertisers buying the same keyword and then fighting on link building to be the highest authority authority page that eventually takes the spot on Google, makes all the money. So I imagine like when Google switches the page, they go from like five figures a day to zero and then it just like goes back up, etc. And so so you're, you're, you're fighting a double battle when you're doing that. So I'm not saying it's easy. It's not even that easy for the advertisers, but it's working very well. That's what I want to say. So that's basically what I found digging into them as well. So between this, the fact that they run this on multiple newspapers and so on, I think it's a it's a very interesting case study overall. Do you have like anything else to add on this?
1: I was just having a look at uh, SFGate right now. So interestingly, there's two articles on best WordPress hosting, but both of them are run by the same company, Nor- NorCal Marketing. So I oh, don't know, one's best web hosting services, one's best WordPress hosting. Yeah, they go so. for the
0: different keywords, you know. they add Interesting. Eight, okay. Yeah, they have like 83 articles running on SFGate plus all the other sites, etc. They're probably running like two 300 landing pages. And then like it's still like a, a big engine because if you think of the amount of link building they have to add... On top of that, it's not nothing. And that's why, like, if you're running an Amazon site or an ad site or something, I wouldn't panic over this, but Google needs to look at this.
1: <laughs> it's um, it's far, like, past the, like, shady end of the spectrum, for, for sure. It's not something I would ever do, but it's smart. You got to give it to them. Yeah, like, yeah. The, these guys have, like, Got a, a winning formula right there, I'm and sure. And they're working hard for
0: it. Like yeah, I don't think they're just sitting on the beach or something. I think it's a, something that's extremely competitive where they have to keep their eyes on it and they invest significant uh, amount of money that they make back I think, into that. It's not like they just take five figures per day in profit, maybe. I mean, across all their landing pages, I think they take six figures per day, actually. Easily, maybe like mid-six figures per day or something. like That could be that profitable. But they have to pour a lot of that money back in to stay where they are, and it's not for everyone. That's what I want to say. It's not easy, and I respect the work, but I disrespect Google's uh, editorial choices. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but please do a better job. Like you've been the best like the search, the main search engine for more than a decade. I think it's a little low for how many people search for these keywords. So. Any final words of wisdom on this? Like, should people do Parasite SEO? Should they pursue this? Or was this just an interesting episode that was revealing this?
1: I mean, look, the average person listening, no, it's probably not, not worth it. But I know there are people who follow us who are in our... I mean, one of the reasons this came up is I was at a conference a couple of weeks ago speaking to someone in the CBD niche who's in our community and and they're very much aware of of, of this kind of stuff going on. And so, yeah, I know there are people out there doing it. I just... Yeah, I'm, it's it's not for me, it's not, I don't think it's gonna be around forever. I think there's one usage of this that is interesting though. I think if you are
0: medium to low authority site that is like trying to get big in your niche and you are unlikely to rank for the very competitive keywords in your niche for a while, like for a few years, then it might be worth using that learning to try to optimize a guest post on the big authority site in your niche or something like this for a given keyword and include call to actions to whatever you're doing on your site. Like if your pure site doesn't work, but if you have like a funnel or you're selling stuff, services, et cetera, you could do like white hat parasite SEO by just optimizing your guest posts for big keywords and then link building them later and just kind of like have your call to actions in the article. And then if you have strong enough call to actions, I think it might be worth link building and trying to take the keyword with that big authority site in your niche. I think there is applications of that to people who want to do a more legitimate amount of work. I actually did that at the beginning of Hacker. Like, I can't remember which keyword, but like there were some like difficult keywords and I think I guest posted on SEMrush. And then I, I was just thinking to it every time I was guest posting as well. And then eventually that article ranked and it was one of the times when I was like embedding content upgrades in guest posts and stuff like that. And that guest post generated hundreds of leads for us, if not thousands. So that is possible and usable. So that's the one practical the last tip. last
1: thing we... We didn't really go touch on it, but it goes without saying. I think all of these newspapers they don't let you put do follow links on there, so they'll no follow every link. Doesn't really matter if you're follow linking TV to account affiliate account. programs to make money, but you can't use this as a kind of well, not so cheap way to to get like high DR links direct to your your site. It doesn't work like that.
0: Yeah, so that's pretty much it, guys. We hope you enjoyed this deep dive episode into the dirty subs of Google and parasite SEO and stuff. If you guys enjoyed that, let us know in the comments. We're looking, we're always looking for new formats that you guys enjoy, so uh, that is really useful. And if you enjoyed this, don't forget to also thumb it up on YouTube. And also, if you want some training for us, we have a free training on what's the URL again
1: authorityhackertraining.com
0: authorityhackertraining.com and uh, we have just we shot this this year so it's brand new and it's pretty cool if you want to know how to build proper athlete so see you in two weeks and have a good day bye